Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Hanging out in the mothership of just Studio 22. The puppet master, Mark, driving us into the, yes, the nether regions. Taking us in deep to the nether regions. I love it. I love it. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. If she, if she was white, you'd recognize that she's blushing. No? Do you ever blush? You, can you tell if you're blushing? No, I never do. You never? You, you no. just take it all in stride. Just yeah. I can always tell. Monotone. No I, feeling. I can, no feelings whatsoever. You got no. ice water in your veins. That's true. That's what I love about you. I'm here for it. That's what I love about you. My favorite POC, Sarah Gonzalez, sitting over there, the host of News and Why It Matters, and of course on YouTube, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. How's that going? How's your YouTube channel going? Hola. Uh, it's, it's going well. It's going really well. It, you know, it's a, there's a transition from posting everything on Facebook where people have access to it there and then getting them to go to uh, YouTube instead, which I'm sure you know. Yeah. But, uh, but it's going well. And you and I have had this conversation because I said, you know, somebody's like, well, I'm not going to YouTube to watch. And I'm like, well, then go to blazetv.com and sign up. And for 80 bucks a year, you can get everything unfiltered, yeah. free speech. It's all right here. They're like, well, I don't want to pay for it. And I'm like, look, dude. Pick one. One or the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's <laughs> free, pick. they get to control the voice. If, it's, if you pay for it, you get what you're paying for. Yep. So I encourage people, go to blazetv.com, sign up, get uh, use promo code CPS, stands for Chad Prather Show, not the people that come pick up your children. Speaking of picking up children, this is a serious topic today. We're going to get into this thing today. My buddy, Yako Buyans, is in the house, president, yep. CEO, after Eden Pictures. Is it Pictures? Pictures. Yeah. yeah. Filmmaker, activist, all these different things. You're an incredible public speaker. Thank you, Chad. No, it's, it's, You're an incredible public speaker. I, uh, it's not mine, man. It's the gift God gave me, yeah. and, and we got to use it for good, right? Yeah. Like what you're doing on this show, keeping it real, and uh, serving the people. And yes, sign up at Blaze Yeah. to watch unfiltered, real content, right? <laughs> we're trying to give it to them. <laughs> Come on. I mean, we're trying to serve it up, yeah. Yako. No, we're but probably, speaking, yeah. that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm on this planet. You know, we just want to make sure we use that voice for good. Yeah. And thank you for having me on the show. I'm a big fan. Sarah is a champion but but it's it's an honor to be in this chair look at you come on it looks good on you thank you i've been wanting to have you on here for a long time because you and i share some interests very near and dear to my heart things that i'm concerned about and things that i want to get involved with on a larger level yeah i've done things but you're on the front lines in a big way in dealing with this phenomena and this tragic situation that is human trafficking inside the united states yep, yep. you're a south african yes i'm a, le- a legal immigrant a there, proud legal there you go u.s citizen tell me that story yeah. your journey of getting here golly thanks man so born and raised in south africa was blessed to play professional sports so mike straight out of high school when i was a senior in high school 18 years old my sister was 12 about to turn 13 she was sex trafficked in south africa by the music business right mm by president of the record label, right, a Sony affiliate. So that, that's a whole different universe. But I knew I was going to immigrate to the United States when I was a kid. I knew, okay, sport's going to be in my future, but I'm coming to the U.S. to come, to come be involved in the media business, in entertainment business. Right. And I always wanted to make that count for something good, right? And so at the time, I didn't know that my greatest skill was to speak on stage, right? Mm-hmm. But so when Ilanka got trafficked and rescued, my mom, single mom, raised us. So we were raised, you know, 
in a very unique way in South Africa, crazy apartheid time. I mean, we saw some some crazy stuff. My mom immigrated to the U.S. to get my sister out of South Africa because those that trafficked her pursued her after she was rescued. Right? Mm. And so by the time my mom went to the States, I was like, I'm going. You know, this is my time. You know, and so three weeks after 9-11 is when we came in. Mm. So I came into the U.S., always knew I would, would come. I was in the back end of my rugby career. I was a rugby player, right? And that point in time, I was 27 years old, seven years of playing professional rugby. Yeah. And, and, and migrating and the body was showing it, right? And saying, it's time to go, <laughs> yeah. right? Knee surgeries and hip surgeries. And so, but I always knew I would come because, and I'll tell you this, as a young guy, I had an American flag on my wall. And I just knew, nobody told me this, I just knew that place is free. Mm. That place you can dream and you can, you can it, because I'm a, look, I'm a visionary. I, I, I see something and say, let's go get it. Yeah. Like, it's like Africa, we hunt. You know, we know there's a big, you know, 10-pointer out there or something out there. Let's go find it. And so, but it's always been the U.S. for me. And it's great to be a legal immigrant. And hopefully I'm contributing to society, right? I want to contribute. Yeah, yeah I think country. you are. Yeah. I think you are. How hard of a process was that? The Coming immig- in the, and, and yeah. immigrating, yeah. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. And number one, if you do it legally, it's it's not that easy. Right. I will tell you this, especially not from South Africa, because we still don't have free trade agreement right. with the United States, right? We were sanctioned out the wazoo. We couldn't perform in international sport or none of that stuff, right? So by the time some of the sanctions got lifted and, and most of them are still in place, it's not easy to even get a visitor's visa. So to come in was was a was a tough road, right? Mm. It helped me because when I got here, I I continued my sporting career as a punter, and that helped a little bit. But it was it was a tough process. Now, just the adjustment, huge. I mean, it's Africa. I mean, I'm coming from a completely different culture. Everything mm-hmm. is different. We drive the other side of the road. Hell, we eat with a knife and a fork. And you come in and you start punting, playing American football. I've never seen a football game in my life. And you didn't know anything about it, did you? No, the day I signed, I, I no idea. They handed me a playbook, right? No, this is a, it's a crazy story. I get a workout with the St. Louis Rams. I took a workout on a dare. A buddy dares me. Says, "Hey, take this workout." Vanderbilt University. You know, Greg Mons, the scout, comes out. He puts me through a wide receiver workout, knowing that I played rugby, right? And it makes sense. I'm six two and a half, and I I can run, and so I go through a wide receiver workout, and I go, "Hey, I kick too, with both feet." You know, both legs, left and right footed, right? And like, what? And I said, yeah, I want to kick. And I'm looking at this ball going, this is a weird shape. Yeah. Anyway, so the day I signed, I, I look at a playbook and these X's and O's are moving all over the place, right? And I'm asking an equipment guy, I'll never forget this. I said, on this page, the X is on the right side. And this is the position they tried me out for, which is slot, slot receiver, right? Mm-hmm. To start out with. But on this page, it jumps to the whole other side of the field. And in rugby, you got a position, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's West Coast offense, shotgun. Brother. I go, dude, I... No clue. No clue. <laughs> what are you talking about? And this, this guy's eyes, this kid, he's probably 22 years old. His eyes are he's like, wait, what? I said, I don't know football. He goes, but you're about to play. You know, I'm like, yeah, but somebody needs to teach me yeah. football. Welcome to the NFL. Yeah. So <laughs> that's crazy. So, but it's kicking. What a journey, right? And, and this country allows you so many privileges. Yeah. It's such an amazing country, right? But the adjustment was hard because think about it. If I tell you tomorrow, chat, we're going to immigrate from South Africa to the U.S., and all you can take is two suitcases of 50 pounds each. Right. That's it. And at that time, you couldn't take cash out of the country, South Africa. They wouldn't let you take stuff. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, 
you're going from having a life, <clears throat> having a home and a car and what, and saying start over in a, in a place. And it takes, not, not, I'll, I'll give my mom the credit on this, right? But it takes a certain kind of a pioneer to, to go do that and, mm-hmm. and then to do it right because it's intimidating to do it right. I'll tell you because there is a system in place. All these folks that, you know, want to kill that system for immigration are nuts. Yeah. It needs to be hard. It needs to be legal and orderly and you know and so yeah yeah, so it it was a process but for me i don't know i've lived in canada i played in canada in the cfl at the argonauts i've lived in europe south africa so i adjust you know i go home and they go what's your accent and i come here and they go what's your accent i go Mm -hmm. i am my own country yeah (laughs) i I am my own man unto myself that's right i have my borders yeah you know what i'm talking about sarah how long did it take your family to immigrate i kid (laughs) <laughs> Sarah, you're going here. You look like you're going to a quinceanera. I, maybe I am. You got the flower in no, your hair and it's everything. Siesta time, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's always siesta time. No, it's <laughs> almost fiesta time. Fiesta time. That's right. We're getting close to the happy hour. Hey, Deborah's home was stolen. I don't mean thieves stole stuff from her home. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes that's out there today. And this story is why I protect my home with home title lock. Listen, Deborah said that criminals found their title and to their home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they own the house. Now, it gets worse because Deborah says she was evicted from her own home and $85,000 in equity, poof, gone nowhere to be found nobody believes you can get your home title stolen that easily this is why i have home title lock because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft so first things first here's what i want you to do go to hometitlelock.com and register your address just to see if you're already a victim and don't know it then sign up to help protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like deborah and to get you started i got you 60 risk-free days of protection go to hometitlelock.com that's hometitlelock.com So yeah. tell me this thing. So you come into this thing. You tell me about your sister. Yeah. Your sister's trafficked through the yeah. music business. Yeah. And I, I've gotten to know people who have been trafficked through relationships they've been in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they start dating somebody, and the next thing, they're, they're sold into prostitution. Yeah. Or, or they're almost indentured in ways. How do, tell me about this. What's, I mean, is it really happening in America? I mean, is, I mean, we know that you hear about you know, Asians being trafficked. You hear about... Cambodia, or Dominican Cambodia, Republic, saying, Haiti. But is it, does right. it really happen let, in let America, me, first world America? Look, by, by, by God's design, somehow we've become the foremost voice. And I don't know how, but here we are, right, on, on this issue. We are the most prevalent country on the face of the earth commercializing sex with children, bar none. 30 plus billion with a B, right? This industry in our country is, is above in, in revenue generating, mm-hmm. Nike, Under Armour, Coca-Cola, Pepsi combined. It is a massive business in our country. And we're talking about selling American kids born mm. and raised in America for sex. Sure, there's a huge discussion about, you know, the southern border and kids coming in and girls from Russia and, and now now Sweden is, is you know, and, of, and all, all your southern American, you know, you know yeah. Cambodia, Nicaragua, Honduras, Haiti. Dominican Republic, but let's just say the 50 states of the United States. 
we lead the charge, Chad. We're also the youngest average. The world average is 15. Our average is 12, right? Because here in our country, we commercialize anything. I mean, you could say, I, I, I want to start a company where the Wheaties fly out of the box into bowl and somebody will fund you, right? They'll go, let's go do it, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, in this scenario, we found a way how to really make a lot of money, about, about a quarter mil, $250,000 per child trafficked per year a pump will make tax-free. Mm. So now if you got four girls you're trafficking, you're doing a million dollars tax-free. Right in this country, that's a problem. It's big league. So walk walk me through that process. I mean, what are you seeing? Because we're, we're talking about children here. Yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, we're talking minors. about children, and I know I know people are watching this. You're on YouTube and you're in the chat. You're talking about Hollywood, Hollywood. It's not just Hollywood. It's not hot. You, you talk, no. you're going to talk about all the people that that you're you're glorifying it. Okay, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the CD process that's down street level. Mm -hmm. How does this take place? Okay, so today, because of social media, it's accelerated. Right, mm -hmm. you you used to have to have a pimp to traffic you, and it used to be in that part of town, Oak Cliff, Oak Lawn, in Texas, or what, whatever, you know, down in the projects in the Bronx or something. Today, that's moved online. It's made it so accessible where a girl today doesn't have to have a pimp. She can self-traffic mm. by just putting herself out there, unknowing, being, being groomed and coerced by a Romeo online. So, yes, it's still the runaway today. It is kidnapping today. The foster care system is completely infiltrated with pedophiles in our country. I can't tell you how many cases. CPS, you mentioned CPS earlier. We're working 13 CPS cases right now, just in Texas, where CPS will knowingly gave children to a pedophile. Mm -hmm. And there's a system where there's back pay, et cetera, right? It happens online. We can sit here and in 10 minutes pull up, no joke, from, from this location, kids within a four-mile radius that's available right now, right now for men who want to go have sex. We're going to keep it real on the show with children. And that's the issue. Supply meets demand. And there's huge demand in our, in our country, but it's been aided and abetted. Yeah. They've known all along. Bill Clinton knew so well that zero, zero, if you ask me, they participated, right? Obama knew that zero. Bush knew. Didn't do much, but the guy had his hands full with 9-11 and he was a little preoccupied with two wars and two. But now you got a guy in the White House mm -hmm. who's saying, no more, no more. And his daughter, Ivanka, is doing a great job. We'll, we'll be in the White House this Friday fighting this thing, and, and he's actually fighting it proactively. But 2001 to 2020, been fighting this thing since 01 in this country. No one would listen until at least 2013 mm -hmm. is when Rick Perry in Texas said, hey, State Bill 92, a child is a victim. Because up until then, still today in 13 states in this country, they'll look at the child and say, that's a prostitute. Right? Mm -hmm. And she gets booked as a prostitute. Now she's got a record for life. But, it, but it's right here, and it, and it happens because our kids are being completely desensitized by sex, 100%. You got a thing called CSE, Comprehensive Sex Ed, is a curriculum. It's in 29 states. It's not in Texas. It got voted out of Texas. The CSE curriculum in 29 states is for 10-year-olds. Mm. It's a sex ed curriculum for 10-year-olds, okay? Your son is a young boy. I don't want to give his age. So no, imagine this. This book in Chapter 7 asks the question, does anal sex hurt? Okay? Now, you got a boy in public schools. He's never thought of anal sex. So now what he does is, right, he goes to YouTube, right? I mean, keep it real. He goes to YouTube as I'm speaking. 
He doesn't know. He doesn't know what anal sex is. He's just typing in anal sex, okay, on YouTube. Not YouTube for children, just YouTube. Type in anal sex, and that boy now has hardcore porn. Mm. Hardcore porn, unfiltered, free access. He watches one, two, three porn videos as an eight, ten-year-old. Boom, he's hooked. Now, all of a sudden, he goes, oh, that's what women are for. Oh, this is how. Oh, you know, you're planting these seeds. And this is in our public school system, yeah. right? So we're grooming these kids, right? And I will tell you, the push is from the left. It's not from the right. Now, recently we arrested and convicted a sitting state senator in Philadelphia who was a conservative, mm-hmm. Republican. He's going to sit 15 plus years because child porn. So we don't discriminate, you know, who we go after. But it is rampant in its local chat. It's in every community. It's in every zip code. Yeah. It's in, because it's sex. It's primal. Right? You shared a post the other day on Instagram. Uh, you were talking about, was it the UN? Yeah. And how many people that are connected with the UN? Give yeah. those numbers again. Because you said out of however many thousands, it's like 3,300. Yeah. Th- 3,300 employees. It's been, it's now it's leaked. A whistleblower came out and said the UN self-identified, uh-huh. right? Years ago. 3,300 verified pedophiles in their ranks wow. right that has abused over 60,000 children just over the last 2 years mm. on UN missions right so here you go as a UN mission to wherever picket nigeria mm-hmm. congo whatever and they know hey they're raping children they're abusing children but but never spoke to the press never never came and in and the 3300 aren't fired they're still employed you know, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens now that it's leaked, right? But this is this this is what I'm telling you. It's aided and abetted. You can't run a child abuse system like this in the in the United States without powers knowing that it exists sure. and just turning a blind eye, right? Well, I mean, if you're talking about what'd you say, thirty billion dollar? Thirty billion. That's I mean, big business. You you don't miss that. How do you miss thirty? You're not bi- slipping that cash. No. Come on, buy. No. I mean, that's that's a yeah. lot of that's yeah. a lot of money. We understand the numbers of the pornography business and yeah. how big that is. That yeah. is a that is a mega billion yeah. dollar industry. But we're talking about pedophilia here. Yeah. We're talking about trafficking children. Taking it from watching porn to actually sexually interacting yeah. with a child and selling them. Yeah. Right? Do you know what the number one rising trend in our country? You want to vomit in your mouth and, mm. <laughs> and swallow. The ri- number one rising trend, Sarah, in our country for child sex trafficking is familial trafficking, which is family Crazy. members trafficking their children right we were involved with the rescue of the girl 13 years old uh finally she comes to speak you can't put these kids on the stand because you're re-traumatizing but she said look when she finally one day told her dad enough is enough right when he started when she was nine selling her to neighbors friends school principal you know fire department chief right local right she finally stood up to her dad and said enough is enough he said that's fine this is how we're paying for college i won't do it to you i'll start doing it to your sister Mm. And she said, no, no, do it to me. Mm. And she turns into a defender, which is in my sister's case. They said, hey, there's your mom's calendar as a single mom school, school teacher. We'll kill her. And you take a kid and you manipulate them emotionally from being a victim to you're not a victim. Now we're turning you into somebody who's defending somebody mm-hmm. or something, right? I had a um, – I want everybody to take a deep breath and let that sink in where we're at. It's cold in here, isn't it, Sarah? Yeah, and, and, and Yako always brings the temperature down a little bit more, right? <laughs> but let's let's. I want everybody to take a deep breath here and let that sink in, because because this isn't being fabricated. This isn't made up. I mean, I have a friend 
she traveled with us, did a series of shows last year with us, a uh, comedian, very funny, very talented. And one of her deals with being out on tour on the road, she said, I must stay in hotels that the door opens inside the building. I Absolutely. can't stay on, because when she was a child, her grandfather trafficked her mm-hmm. and his friends paid to come. And it was in a hotel that opened to the outside. And to this day, she can't. There were times when promoters had booked those types of hotels and we got there on site and we said, we got to go to a different hotel. She can't yeah. stay in a place like that. Yeah. So it happens. I mean, it's it's a real thing and it's happening on an epidemic yeah. scale. And now we want to we want to say it's the Epstein's, it's the one percent. Don't yeah. get lost in that, okay? Right. It's not. Yes, Epstein. Did, yeah, sure, sure. We look at Harvey Weinstein and Epstein and John Podesta, mm-hmm. and and man, the list is insane, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the average guy. That's where the volume has moved. It's yeah. in the it's in the neighborhoods, in the suburbs, right? That's that's where you get the 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 mass volume where you get to thirty billion dollars, right? Yeah. That's where it's happening. And unfortunately, it is people making an agreement with sexual immorality to a degree where now a child is a, is a tool, right, to yeah. satisfy a need. And we've just done a terrible job in this country going after the buyer, and supply meets demand. So we like to go after supply and say, get all the pimps. But that's like taking an evil, you know, an, an evil gang leader in downtown Los Angeles, taking him out. The guy that was waiting for him to die, thank you. He said, I'll step in. I'll sell the drugs, right? You got to go after the buyer. And until we throw the book at the guys, and the reason they don't do it is these are influential guys in the communities. The, the, the average buyer, now it could be everything from the janitor all the way to Epstein and everything in between, right? Mm-hmm. It's just about frequency. Epstein, do you know he abused children every two hours? Okay, that's how sick the guy was. And mm-hmm. he could pay for it every two hours. The janitor maybe does it twice a month, right? But it is anybody and everybody in between, right? But the average buyer in America of, of paying for sex with a child, a minor, is a Caucasian male with two children, married, earning $100,000 a year or more. Mm. It's not what you think. No. It's the guy that can hide it in plain sight. The guy yeah. that's got protection, right? His status in the community protects him. You never him. believe it. He's the coach. He's the PTA member, right? And it's like, not him. The youth pastor. The pastor. The police chief. No mm-hmm. way. Even if someone rumored it, it's like, nah, dude, nah. He, yeah. he, have you seen what he does for children? He donates. and he, Yeah. That's the average. Yeah, yeah. He's the coach. Exactly. You know? that's the, and, and, that, and that's the thing. It's, it hides in plain sight. Yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. And- because I know, I just know our listeners and I know the people that watch this thing. I know you shake your head in disbelief and mm. you don't want to believe it's happening in your sure, neighborhood. Sure. You don't want to have. You until it does, right? Until it does. And then it, or it happens to your family. And, and, and then again, I get the and then phone we look calls, at the, right? I mean, yeah. and help. Can you help us? We right. Fort, Fort Worth girl, eight years old, you know, in October, taken a friend of mine who I've asked him several times and they, they're able to help, help, help. And they go, yeah, it's not. I mean, this is not here. It doesn't matter, by the way. I mean, if it's yeah. here or not, it's in America. And then a girl gets taken in a fluent neighborhood in Fort Worth at, you know, 5.15 in the park in the afternoon, and my phone rings. And I go, now it's important. Yeah. Now when it's close to home, when your kids could, now all of a sudden it's important, right? Yeah, so. this isn't Pleasantville anymore. It's no. really not. No. Uh, things, things have gotten awfully weird. I mean, they've gotten, for a lack of better terms, they've, they've just, and, and everybody thinks it could happen, it's going to happen to somebody else. It doesn't happen to me. Sure. It, you know, and we have that mentality. Sure. We sure. do. We're, we're. You know, the other day, you got Kobe Bryant who dies in a helicopter crash, and you you don't think that. That's why it's such a shock value. Yeah. Because, wow, it happened to him. Because it makes people think, wait a minute. Yeah. It's so unpredictable. When, you know, could, right. 
it, 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 it jolts you, right? Right. Ask people this. Do you think there are people in your neighborhood watching porn? They're going to go, uh, yeah, in your house probably, okay? Do you think there are sex offenders in your neighborhood? Probably, probably not. You can track that if they're registered or not. You know, do you think there are other addicts in your neighborhood? Sure, sure. And they go, okay, so you think that's close, but all of a sudden you're going to make believe that sex and sexual immorality just for some reason respects your zip code. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. No way, no how. Now, I will tell you this. This is a, this is a gut punch, and I deliver it. Porn feeds child sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. It's the entry drug. You don't start with heroin you start with an opioid mm-hmm. that you steal out of your parents' medicine cabinet, right? And and that and uh, and there you go, right? Yep. It's just porn now. When we start feeding eight-year-olds porn, by the time that kid is 12, 18, we've got another epidemic in our country right now. We've got a massive epidemic: young men, 20 to 25 years old, right? Big ED issues, mm-hmm. erectile dysfunction issues because of porn from eight to 20. Yes, messed them up. completely messed them up right and so it's a fact so that drug wants more it wants more it wants more and it's someday you make a decision to either take sex from a a girlfriend you know on campus or something or you go pay for sex with what you know normally the trend is someone obviously older they'll go buy a prostitute you know which is safe for them and then and then you just keep sliding man and now because it's available and it's easily available yeah children are easily available right you know for the last 20 years we've known that that physically girls for instance adolescent girls younger than that a lot of them they started getting their periods at eight nine years old way earlier because there is so much they're being bombarded with sexuality across the board teen vogue magazine telling you how to have anal sex you've seen that thing yeah it's despicable it's ridiculous they got readers 10 11 12 years old explaining the act no no explaining to them in that in that magazine you're right mm-hmm. how to take a sexed picture the right angle mm-hmm. how to position your body you know and, and it's chad if i give you the numbers man i speak on so many college campuses around the country with turning point charlie and the guys it i have got too many young women on college campus say help me i'm completely addicted to porn you know 30 minutes to two hours of porn a day mm. 68% of porn users today, this year, will divorce. 68%. It kills yeah. be- because it messes with you at a prime, primal level. Now, if you do this to a child, right, the, our success rate of rehabilitating children that are rescued from sex trafficking, right, is 2%. Mm-hmm. He, it's, it's almost impossible to come back from that, right? We recently had uh, Rebecca Bender on. She was talking mm-hmm. about her experience in Las Vegas and how in a relationship out of Eugene, Oregon, of all places, yeah. he brings her to Las Vegas and says, okay, you got to pay your way off. You know, it was expensive to move you here. Yeah, and so he exactly. sells her to an escort service. And she wound up doing that for six, six and a half years. And there were a lot of responses back because her story, she's pretty blunt about it. Uh, but a lot of people were saying, you know, why couldn't she have done this and why couldn't she have done that? Yeah. And what you said earlier is very poignant because you become a defender. They start holding things over your head. There's certain things, the threats that are there and the dangers that are there. And, you know, forget just the physical abuse, but just now you have family that is threatened. It, and There's not a person. And, and, and both you and I say, well, he, well, hell no, not me. Right. Mm, let me tell you, both you and I fall in this category. You and I both have a sign on our head that says, make me feel important to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. If I know your greatest desire 
and and your biggest need those two things right you can manipulate any human being on the planet it may be you, your your greatest desire is to you know keep your mom safe mm-hmm. or have a music career in my sister's case so they so she gets it they give you your greatest desire. They groom her for a year. They record the album legitimately. The girl wins what's like American Idol. They give, build trust over time. And in her greatest fear, her greatest need is for my mom to be safe. And then they take that. Mm-hmm. It's done. And you will manipulate a person. We're watching an NFL player bounce his girl off the floor on live television. right? And then she gets on the witness stand and defends him. You go, what's wrong with her? She is completely indoctrinated, 100% defending the accuser, the battered wife syndrome. This is not, this is as old as time. They know how to indoctrinate a child. Now, what if it's a 12-year-old girl that doesn't understand her body? She's going through puberty. She's starting, sexually, she's becoming aware. This is the perfect time to swoop in and just completely mess them up. And then they bring fear, they coerce them, and they convince them that, look, you're responsible for this. Mm Mm-hmm. You did this. In our film, Eight Days, one of the guys that abuses a girl, which is all real, all the cases, he tell her, you want this. And they tell him, you want this. You made me. Yes, I messed up, but you triggered me. Mm-hmm. You did this. And, and she goes, well, I did. I'm responsible. I did this. You know, and, and over time, and you understand that these kids are abused 10 to 20 times per day. Mm. So if we look at the Me Too movement with Harvey Weinstein, you got women coming out saying, I was raped 30 years ago. And run rape is bad enough, right? But I couldn't talk about this for 30 years, Sarah. What do you think happens to a 12-year-old that gets sexually abused 10 times a day? You know, we, we, you know, two, three, four years down the line. This is thousands of men. Yeah. It's a shell. There's no person home, man. It's a shell. It's a body. It's, it's literally survival mode, like animal instincts. It's mm-hmm. just next meal, stay alive, stay alive, right? I mean, it's, when you look in their eyes, Chad, it's, 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 it's total destruction, you know? Yeah. So... The Africa part of me says there's another way to fix this issue. <laughs> you know, Soleimani disappeared overnight. Yeah. You know, there's another way to fix this issue. And then the Christian in me comes around and go, okay, you got to love the sinner because I'm a sinner. But it's, just, it's a battle, man, because you get so violently outraged about people hurting children, right? Yeah, I got 1,200 acres on a backhoe, I, and, and cadaver dogs can't smell deeper than about 14 feet. Come so. on. Yeah. <laughs> 30-foot pit, we just drop them in there, oh, crack yeah. an egg on their chest and let them decompose. Yeah, right? There you go. I, yeah. You know, and I'm with you, and I've been, I, mean, I have been very vocal on this. I've been, uh, I've been active with different organizations on this. Um, as a parent, as a just a decent human being, that's it. As a believer, yeah. As a person of faith, and just and I, that's why I say I want to get more involved. I want to get more involved. You and I, we we were brought together through I you know divine arrangements. Yeah. However, it just yeah, comes exactly. together. How are you ever connected to people? You know, I just believe relationships come together because God ordains them, and that's how it goes. And and I told you right up front, I was like, I want to know more about you, and I want to know more about what you're doing yeah. because you're making a difference in this. Yeah. You're making a dent. We're, 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 we're trying to move the needle, you yeah. know, and and maybe also because we're not look. And there's great organizations, you know, in this country fighting this fight, and they have to they have to defend normally one or two zip codes, mm-hmm. right? So Traffic 911, an incredible organization, you know, I've been on the board for many years. I'm on the advisory board in Dallas, Texas, but they'll tell you. You know, Traffic 911, they focus on two zip codes. That's it. So we decided to take a different approach and say, we want to know what's happening in the industry. 
nationwide. So when something moves, like you follow trends in the market, right? Well, why is Chicago, Chicago? Why is what's happening in Detroit and Motor City happening? Well, all these other factors, right? Because it's not like a pimp goes, well, I'm going to respect the child and the zip code. I took her in, you know, this zip code, so we're going to stay here. No. I mean, she's taken in Dallas. The next minute she's in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Now she's in Alabama and the pimp knows the law. And stupid mm -hmm. lawmakers in this country makes laws like Indiana that says the child has to self-identify as a victim or you can't prosecute. Mm. In 25 years fighting this fight, I've never met one child that says, oh, I'm a victim. You have to tell them you've been victimized, right? So then the pimps go, hell, get the girl in Texas, take her to Indiana, and then read her the law. And just tell them, nobody's coming for you. They're just shut, they're shutting down the vice unit. Nobody here, mm -hmm. yeah, they're not looking for you. You no, Nobody cares about you, you know, and so... This is the, and then you get things like Epstein, where there's 96 names on a list, and let's get real with this show right now. There's 96 names on the list, and you got a corrupt mayor, as corrupt as they come in New York City, right? And they go in a backroom deal with a female judge of all things, and they literally shut down and seal 40 names on the Epstein list, right? 40. And the names are prolific. And they slap a gag order on anybody that's seen these names. And because the John Doe said it would be bad for our public image if our names get out. And I go, I don't give, frankly, my dear. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Whether you're the CEO of the biggest Fortune 500 company in the country, you need to be fried. Yeah. In public, right? Yeah. We'll never know their names. Well, the public will never know their names, right? Because there's a deal. Kind of Jesse Smollett, a.k.a. Let's quickly slip it in the back. And this happens every day. We got 254 counties in Texas, right? Ken Paxson, our attorney general, does one heck of a job. Yeah, he does. We've got a, we've got, we have the best governor in the country. Sure. Okay. Abbott is a champ, and we're still only prosecuting 10 counties mm. for child sex trafficking out of 254. You got district attorneys that don't work with Ken Paxton. They don't want to take the cases. You've got judges that are saying, I'm not taking that case. I've had judges look at me and go, it's prostitution. I go, she's eight. He goes, it's prostitution. I go, you're an SOB. Yeah. Okay. End of story. It's because of you, judge, DA, that this happens, that we can't fight this thing, right? So I just, I'm just at the point where we got to take a sledgehammer to this thing. Yeah. This show, right? you need to know, everybody watching and everybody on the set here, this show is going to save lives because I promise you, God has a weird way of some girl hearing this show and her hearing it's not okay. Mm -hmm. I'm being lied to. I should fight like hell. Yeah. Keep fighting. You know, Don't give up. And there's folks out there, I guarantee you're watching this, and you know you've either been through it yeah. or you're going through it. And if you've been through it, you know you need to get some help right now. And, you, and you've got the ability to go get the help that you need, spiritual help, physical help mental help get it get it get it get it don't just bury it and say well that was a time in my life this happened to me get the help you need um make yourself whole be a whole human being and be restored in that how can the average person get involved how does the average person help yeah we just had a call this morning actually with people saying i want to help i want to help and we're now active we're mobilizing them right so you can go to our website share togethernow.org right the one it's going to train you what to look out for as a mom in the community just mm -hmm. how to spot something right 
how to talk about it, how to have the conversation. If you want to go have a conversation at your school, we give you the resources, curriculum, all those kind of things. But also a great resource page for somebody saying, hey, I'm being trafficked right now, right? What do I do? Or I have been. And you just said something. That wound never goes away mm-hmm. unless you really get deep-rooted help, right? And people think, I'll bury it, I'll bury it, and then they're on their second divorce. Mm-hmm. And they can't have a proper intimate relationship, or et cetera, right? And so they need to get help. And, and it shows like this where you can call out. And that's also, you know, I'm, I'm part of a little thing called, which is going to become a big thing, called the Falkirk Center at Liberty University. And mm-hmm. when they called me and they said, Yaku, the contribution you're making at the Falkirk Center is tell people it's real. We will, we will get it out there. We'll, we, we want to be a voice to help get it out there, just like what you're doing here, saying tell people it's real, tell them it's not okay, and then give them resources, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, what I've invited you to do is say, come with us when we go hunt some of these bad guys. And it's mm-hmm. a hunt. I, I call it a hunt. Go out and, and let's go you know, do some operations and get them with law enforcement. Sure. We're not vigilantes. We go with the FBI, w- with local law enforcement, with warrants, etc right and then uh just get the word out man like what you're doing but but thanks for asking that on our website people can get a lot of info give them the website one more time share together and then of course you can also yeah. support yeah not just volunteer but support it takes it takes benjamins to make this thing absolutely roll, we right? don't have any problem asking for that either yeah, yeah. we believe in it we believe in sharing and uh, giving and doing i mean you got money especially I mean, for such a worthy cause. I mean, for real. I mean, this is, this is, and don't forget it's .org, not .com. .org. Okay. ShareTogetherNow.org. Yep. Get on there and follow Yako on all the, uh, all, all, all the socials and uh, you're doing a good thing. I know it's a, I know it's a daunting task and it yeah. feels like you're looking at, up at a big, huge mountain. No, but I look at it as a, like a football season, right? Yeah. Like, how are we going to beat 16 teams? It's a, it's, it's, it's a great challenge. You know, I, I've never – maybe because we went through it with my sister. And honestly, I watched my sister climb, claw, you know, after suicide attempt, after suicide attempt, just keep fighting like hell mm-hmm. to today be a mother of two, a wife – in a great relationship, also fighting the fight with us, right? I look at that and I go, hell yeah, we're going to fight every day. We're never going to look at this thing and go, no, you know, nobody wants to help us. But now, now we do have some help, you know, now we got, there's a lot more awareness, but now it's like, okay, what do I physically do? Okay, I hear you, Yaku. It's, It's real, it's happening in my community or someone in my community was affected by it, my child's school. Then people ask, what do I do? And now it's yeah. a matter of we want to activate people and saying, let's go yeah. put it away, right? It's kind of yeah. like being in the fourth quarter and going, hey, we're up 10. Put 10 more on them. Yeah. Put it away. And we got to go put this thing away and, yeah. and keep our kids safe. And by the way, we don't profile chat. It's not like, oh, Yaku, you're a Christian. You're fighting for the Christian kid. You know? No, we've rescued ev- all race, gender, class, yeah. socioeconomic status. Political could, party poli- could it not matter. care less. It could care less. It's the guys on the left that politicize this thing. Yeah. I have personally gone to CNN one on one and said, "Come on, put me on the network. I'm gonna, I'm gonna promote you for fighting this fight." Mm-hmm. Crickets, zero. Will not do it because if they go there, if they acknowledge, but one time, which is why feminist movements won't fight child sex trafficking. There's not one. Mm-hmm. There's no feminist movements that will champion child sex trafficking. Yeah. Because if they do, then, oh, 
then they have to also go, uh, kids are also trafficked across the border. Oh, now we got an issue because maybe we need border security and they don't want to go there. They don't want to go there. So they go, no, rape the kids. Yeah. We just don't want to talk about the border. And you take back, you know, you go to a place like Backpage.com where people were, it was a, that was a popular one that was in yeah. the news. Yeah. And Trump comes in and says, you got to take, you can't have the masseuse, you can't have the massage categories because that's what it was. It was yeah. basically going in there and you're buying prostitutes. Yeah. And and they, you were buying these connections, and and what happens is the left comes out, the feminist movement, you know, comes out and says, "Hey, you can't stop a woman's right to sex work." Yeah, you know that she's got to have a right to work. I mean, that is the most ludicrous thing I've it, ever heard it, in my life. Insanity. And the whole, hey, let's legalize abortion issue. Do you know what the pimps say when we go legalize abortion? Mm -hmm. The pimps go, "Yes, please." Yeah. Because the sixteen-year-old can't work when she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be able to perform 10, 12, 15, 20 abortions on this kid. And then people go, well, if you, if you legalize prostitution, which is 18 and up, and let's have an argument about what, a conversation about what is prostitution. Prostitution has to be 100% free will. So if a woman is 22, 23, and she looks like, behaves like a prostitute, but she was first sold when she was 16, she's not a prostitute. She's a victim. She can't like magically the day she turns 18 go, oh, I'm 18 now. Forget about all the hurt and the pain. Now I need to make good decisions, right? Mm -hmm. But the law is still written that way. If she's 17 today and we rescue her, no record. She turns 18 tomorrow, we rescue her. She's a prostitute. She's got a record. Yeah. Now it's insult to injury. Now. Yeah. And let's say you bring them out of that life. Because yeah. we talked about that with Rebecca. You know, she's like multiple convictions. Now you got to get a job. Let's say you bring them yeah. out of how? that life. Yeah. How, are you gonna, how do you go get a job? How do you rent an Can't. apartment? Can't. How do you get yourself back on your own two feet? Yeah, I want to buy myself a car. I want credit. No, you've, you've no. created a system that keeps them perpetually a victim. Because, pardon my way of saying this, but they got screwed as a victim. Now they're being screwed by the system. By the system, and that's the whole deal. Revictimized. That, that's got to. It's got to change. It, it has to change, and and it goes down to we're proposing something this Friday. Man, your show is so current. I want your listeners to know this is the greatest show. This is a chat break yeah! show. This is party where it's time. real. This is party. <laughs> This Friday, we're proposing to the Fed, and, and I think they're going to listen to say, listen, man, there's a thing called a UCR code. A UCR code is always what you see in the movies. That's hey, a 1021 or whatever, and it's an armed robbery. Or There's a code for every, every crime, right? Mm -hmm. It's domestic violence. It's you know breaking an entry, whatever. There's a code for prostitution. Now, that code is the same code for prostitution. It's still being used when they rescue a child. Oh, good. How can we rescue the child? It matters when you get in the courtroom because now you get these slick willy ambulance chasing lawyers mm -hmm. that'll defend the predator and he'll point back and go, ah, it's a prostitution case. It's a prostitution case. And, and it's always that precedent and it scares the daylights out of the DAs. It scares the daylights out of the judges because they go, how in the world? We can't bring the witness onto the stand. Can't. You can't re-traumatize a child and put him on the witness stand. So now all these slick so we are proposing to have a UCR code specifically for minors, saying mm. hey, if it's sex trafficking or or if you know it's sex trafficking of an adult, log it accurately so that when we get to the court, we don't settle outside a court when the guy's supposed to get 30 years chat in Texas. He gets 13 months with a slap on the wrist mm -hmm. because you got to bump it down to a misdemeanor. The system does not help at the moment right we and that's one example i mean yeah. it's just so simple just yeah. say oh sure from now on the cops know hey if it's trafficking or it looks like trafficking don't log it as a prostitution you know arrest it's a sex trafficking case and all of a sudden you open up so many opportunities now for restitution for money to come out of funds that's there for children because the rehab mind you is three thousand 
to fifteen thousand, depends on the need, three to fifteen thousand dollars per month to rehab a child from sex trafficking. Big money. Mm-hmm. That's 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 real money, right? Yeah. It's expensive. It's long work. You know, yeah. many of them run away because they were convinced that that was love. You know, and, and that kind of thing. So um, we got to fight, and this is how we fight. Though this is the best way to fight this thing for people to hear it and go, "Dang, I trust Chad." You know, I like Chad. Chad's willing. I mean, now all of a sudden, it is real. Yeah. And then that guy goes and asks his school principal, hey, are we talking about sex trafficking in the school? And the principal says, no. Will you? No. And I say, watch that guy. Yeah. He's probably, probably participating, right? Probably. Yeah. Because the answer needs to be, we'll do it. And if you don't have resources, you call us. And we give your school the resources. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're at war. I mean, bottom line, we're at war. There's a spiritual war. It's Mm -hmm. manifesting as a physical war. Absolutely. We're in a war for this generation of children and the soul of a nation. And morality. In morality. It's a big thing. I mean, and I want to say, guys, we get out of here because we could talk about this all day long. I want you to go to the website, follow him on the socials, get involved, pray for Yako, pray for the organization, pray for the Falkirk Center up at Liberty. Um, I want to get involved there. I, I would just want to be, a, I, you know, it's one of these things. It's just near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I've done it in third world countries, and I, I believe that the light that shines the farthest away shines the brightest at home. And and we're in the middle of that right here, and our children are at stake. And I have people all the time that say, well, you do all this stuff for these kids in other countries. What about our kids in, you know, what about poor kids in America? We're talking about kids in America. Yes. This is kids in America we're this talking about. This is what about. we're talking about. This yeah. is This is it. And and I'll remind those of you out there too. And if you hear this, and it, you know, I always say a bit dog always barks. So if if this hits you and you're in the herd, you take it. There's a proverb that says, "As a man thinks in his heart, so is he." Yeah. And that word there in the Hebrew, think, is sha'ar, and it means a gatekeeper. What you give, what you open the gate to into your soul is what you become. What you become, what you allow access to. So if you're out there and your favorites are whateverporn.com. Listen, we're men, okay? Women as well, but I'm talking to the men. We're men. We've all been there. We've all hidden the playboy in the bush. We've all done those things. We've all gone to the websites. We've all done those things. But there's another step. There's addiction. There is the inability to get away from it. It's hurting your marriage. It's hurting your relationships. You can't have intimacy. As he said, you got 20 to 25-year-olds who are, are dealing with erectile dysfunction. Why? Because they're getting poisoned by pornography. And it is a gateway into a lot more bigger, dangerous, deadly things. And you're saying, oh, I would never do that. Yeah, but you're poisoning your soul. And I'm encouraging you right now. Talk to a pastor. Talk to a therapist. Get the help that you need. Get online. And and instead of going and being destructive, find something constructive for yeah. your life and get the help you need. Hey, we're dudes. There's no shame in it. No, there's no, no there's shame. No in judgment it. here. There's no judgment. Let's just repent, mean, yeah. which means turn. Yeah, and don't do it anymore. No, do it. Get anymore. to the point where you don't do it anymore. If you go, well, I'll never go there. Every pedophile I've ever come in contact with, too many. Yeah. Said I never thought I would get here. Yeah. Those who want, uh, how did I get here? Drug users uh, the same way. On. It's an addiction. We, we, it goes further and further look, and man, further. We pull a 16-year-old out of a meth lab, 150 yards from the. Colorado State Capitol in Denver, by the way, and we've lo- that sure. state is yeah is tick toast, man. I mean, we got a big problem. That heroin, sixteen-year-old with a heroin needle in her arm, I bet you she never thought mm-hmm. the first day, and she told us it was an opioid. Oh, I w- no, I'm never gonna stick a needle on my arm. When when you think you're in control of your addiction, 
that's when you are in bad shape. Yeah. And so when a guy tells me, oh, I watch porn, but I can control it, that's the guy whose radar is way down. He's completely oblivious, and that thing grabs him, man. And the next thing you know, you become one of those guys that inappropriately touches a child, and you just don't get that back. Mm-hmm. And I don't want guys in that situation, not American men. Come on, let's step Let's really step up as an American man, defend women again, hold ourselves accountable, and for Pete's sake, can we just be men again? Yeah. Be, be a dude. Love NASCAR, oil, and hunting, and <laughs> hit the golf ball. And girls out there, let your husband go play golf for crying out loud. Yeah. We got to hit stuff. We got to go, <laughs> yeah. right? Just, let the guys be guys again. You know, yeah. This nonsense of uh, how many genders are there? Two. <laughs> Done. Conversation over. What is marriage? A husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking for me. I'm not talking for Chad Prather here. I'm not. Ta- but I'm just. When we start asking these questions and we deconstruct society, that's when we get to a point where I've seen something, Chad, that is, ooh, buddy, seen a document that has over a hundred thousand signatures. Right. And this document, they're trying to make it a bill, and you know how that works. They gotta get a sponsor on the hill in the Senate, or whatever. This document, when it becomes a bill, is going to say the following. Pedophilia is a sexual orientation. Mm. They're pushing. We just had 13 states last week lower their minimum age consent from 18 to 14. They asked for 12. That's that's exactly right. They did. They asked for 12. (gasps) They they settled at 14. They settled for 14 years old. Now, in that same state, now listen to this craziness. In the same state, child sex trafficking is illegal. Oh, but the age of consent is 14. Now the pimp goes online. He tells her, oh, you're beautiful. Your dad doesn't understand you. Oh, I understand you. I talk you. When I was your age, and then she gives consent at 14. Where's the, child, where's the sex trafficking law now? Done. Because they just like, this yeah. is what's happening in our country, man. And I said it over and over again, and people got mad at me. They got mad at me. I don't care if they get mad. I don't care if they get mad either. That's why I keep saying it, and I'll say mm-hmm. it right now. When when they were when they were pushing the homosexual agenda, pushing, 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 and when I say the agenda, I mean the agenda. Agenda. The agenda. It's a game. It's a playbook. <clears throat> exactly. I'm talking about the agenda. Yeah. And those of you out there who may be gay, maybe lesbian, and and maybe you're conservative, and whatever, and you know you, I know you, you know me. We may be friends. I'll hug your neck, love you, but you know what I'm talking about when I say the homosexual agenda. Yeah. There, it's because it's not about equality with them. No. It's about control. No. It's about control. Once they get control, you're in trouble. If and, you and don't you know agree 100% my, with you know their worldview. Do you friends I have? People you know and I know, we, we yeah. share, right? A guy like Rob Smith. Sure. I sit with Rob Smith. You know, Rob says, Yaku, this is craziness. There's two genders. Yeah. Yaku, this is nuts. We, we Never in my life would we condone touching a child. Right. But the movement Love is Love right now is saying, well, wait a minute. Exactly. You know, we need, we, in, in the LBGTQ community, the, when they moved this bill to Fortin, they said, well, the, the LBGTQ community have to mentor, mentor the young kids. Right. And so there has to be consent. Uh, even guys like Rob and other LBGTQ community members are telling me those who are sane are saying, no, 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 no. Exactly. Dude, there's a plan here, and we're not part of that plan. Right. There's a sect yeah. That's pushing an agenda, right? Yeah. And, 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 they're, and they're actually abusing their own people, yeah. right? And if you take it one step further, and that's where people got mad, because I said the next step is going to be pedophilia. 100%. They're, now they've got to legitimize that. Because here's the thing. If they can make you laugh at it, 
they can launder it, mm-hmm. and then it becomes mainstream. It becomes, oh, well, Desensitize now you're persecuted people. Yeah. How, how, how dare you tell us that we can't live our pederasty lifestyle, our, you exactly. know, this kind of thing. How can you, you know, this is my persuasion. Where's my rights? You know, where's my rights? Then I say, okay, so now the pedophile, and again, I've seen the document. Started in Oregon. It's in California right now. They couldn't get traction up there in Portland. California gave it incredible traction, of course, of course. signatures galore. And you're going to have some wing nut crazy senators going to make it a bill, right, in May we get the house back as well, and maybe just mm-hmm. we can run the whole show. But yeah, I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah. But because our children are at stake. But the second you give a pedophile rights, and now it is a sexual orientation. Now he has rights. Forget about the child he's molesting, right? All right. So so what about the mass murderer showing up, going, oh, I, like the pedophile saying, well, I'm a pedophile Christian. Okay, I'm a mass murderer Christian. I need rights. Mm-hmm. Okay? The hypocrisy, the level of hypocrisy when it comes to sex in our country is preposterous, right? Yeah. In sex, you go, oh, no, no, there's no boundaries. You can't know rules. Yeah? Oh, but Chad, you're a bigot. Oh, Chad, you know, oh, Chad, you're a white guy, so you're a, you're a you, Yaku, you're a Nazi because you're, oh, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you're profiling. No, yeah, bro, that's just, that's, I follow Jesus. That's my faith. You know? This is not, mm-hmm. but when it comes to sex, they move the needle because they know it is the only way to get what they really want is to absolutely destroy this country morally. Mm-hmm. And what it gives them then is the opportunity, all the free stuff people, right, to come in and say, now you need government to save you. Yeah. Now we need big government. Yeah. yeah there's nothing left. Elizabeth Warren, we, we, we wanted to give you everything free, but you're so messed up that now we have to come save you, right? Yeah. Thank you, China, right? This is, this is what true. they really want. It's true, and people don't want to see it. They don't want to admit it. And I said this. I've said this for the last however many elections. We're living under the grace of God very thinly these days. I mean, it's, it's because if you continue to sell your soul at the crossroads. Dude, it's only by grace for, we're still here. For pleasure and for gratification in these things. And you're willing to give away the things that God says are precious. And, and you're willing to compromise all of that stuff. Listen, it is by the grace of God that we're not getting what we deserve in terms of. And, and you know, so God raises up a barbarian like Donald Trump. And there he is. And here's a guy who's standing in the gap. Do I want my kids to emulate his lifestyle or anything like that? No, probably not. But here's a guy who is standing in the gap. Here's a King Cyrus. He's a watchman. Who, who came in there. Because let me tell you something. The agenda is not after him. No. They hate him. No. They are not after him. They're after us. Absolutely. They're after and us. And he's standing in the gap between them and us. He's actually saying, wait a minute. Remember, still, the rights we defend in the Constitution, those rights were not given by men. It's given by God, mm-hmm. protected by a Constitution, right? And he's standing in the gap going, wait, time out. We're not going to let children be sex trafficked in this country. Not on my watch. Mm-hmm. We're going to let borders just be open and free-flowing in this country. Not on my watch. And, and, I'm, when he, and the day he announced that he's running, I said, King Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you just said, I said, this is, this is America's King Cyrus. He's coming. Now, I believe, if you ask Yaku, and this is my belief, the man who's mm-hmm. our president, right, has, man, he's come a long way in his faith. Long way. In his faith, yeah. right. And, and, and now, in, in his love for Israel and how he's protecting Israel and our job to protect Israel and all those things. Well, his grandchildren are Jewish. I mean, so, so I believe the man has come a long way. But, man, we love to kick a guy to go, oh, you're past. Yeah, your past. Your past. Well, then show me one without a past. I told, you know, the great Sarah, 
<laughs> you know, at the news and why it matters show. We we talked about it on her show. My favorite it's, POC. Yeah, yeah, right. Come yeah. on. Oh, I mean, guys, I'm forever. Please, look, I, I'm only in this building because that girl hit me in the door one day. So, but and then Chad kind of hugged my neck and said, "Come on, we'll throw you a bone." But, <laughs> but <laughs> no, look, Chad, this is where we're at. But unfortunately, they know that 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 sex is a powerful, powerful yeah. tool. Yeah. And and they want to they want to manipulate our children because they'll create a subordinate. This is radical. If you ask me today, the left knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They know exactly when they bring comprehensive sex ed, l- lowering the minimum age consent to fourteen. When they try and attack the great, may I say, almost country, but the great state of Texas mm-hmm. by infiltrating Austin. And, and, you know, turning that place upside down with their crazy, crazy liberal ideas, hoping it would, you know, shake the foundation of Texas, which it will not. They know what they're doing and they know sex is powerful and they want to create subordinates. They want to create a system where, you know, we all go, oh, please. Yeah. Oh, please, government, help me. And I go, heck no. Yeah. You work for me. Yeah. yeah. All of you. You all work for me, for, for Sarah, for Chad. We pay your bills. We, we, mm-hmm. you know, this, is, this, is, this is the American people, yeah. man. And that's the thing. If people, if you want to, you look at the left. Look at who's running for president. Look what they're doing. We're talking about a flesh trade here. Yeah. We're talking about a flesh trade. We're talking about selling flesh. If you take the word flesh and you turn it around, flip it, take the H off, it spells the word self. Selfishness. Selfishness. Selfish, independent negation of the will of God. That's what sin is. That's what it is. It 100%. is a flesh trade. And let me tell you something. When you've got Democratic candidates and all they're doing is getting up there and telling you how you can be get more for yourself, right? Reparations, yeah. health care, college education, more for yourself. I'm telling you, that right there is a telltale sign that we're so deep in the flesh 100%. that it's only going to get worse exponentially as the generations go on. Chad, wait, I always say God is simply profound and profoundly simple, right? Well, Yaku, to be saved, what do you have to do? You pray a prayer. You got to believe it in your heart, but you pray a prayer. Was there a certain kind of a prayer? Is there a structure? No, it's just sincerity, Lord Jesus. You're my, and you ask him into your yeah. life. That's simple, Yaku. Yeah. Yeah, but to get it, you got to die to yourself mm-hmm. every day. That's right. You got to crucify the flesh every day. You got to renew your mind every day. This is what he says. Be renewed as a man think. You quoted earlier. Is he? What gates do you open? Every day. Self-accountability. Right? I'm a father. Another guy shouldn't look at me and go, hey, dude, you need to spend t- more time with your children. I need to want to. I need to invest the time. You know, mm-hmm. I need to. And the left promotes self-gratification. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all it is. And, and now all of a sudden you're in a place where, where you ask him, well, 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 if you say there's more than one gender, how many is there? And they go, I can't tell you. Why not? Because next, next week I may change my mind. Mm-hmm. Next week I may want something different. I'm what if I plant a flag right now and then next week I want something different, then I can't serve myself mm-hmm. anymore. I now have to serve someone else. Yeah, truth becomes arbitrary. I, right? It's fluid. Everything's fluid, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. There's absolute truth. There is consequence. And love is not a feeling, by the way. That's exactly right. They've moved love to now it's a feeling. You know how many girls tell me, my boyfriend made me watch porn with him. I got addicted to porn. Then I gave him sex against my will. And now, you know, and, and because he told me, if I don't do it, I don't love him. Mm-hmm. Or if I disagree with him, I don't love him. I go, that's, that's a feeling. Yeah. Love 
is sacrificial, man. Love is like, I don't feel like doing this right now. Mm-hmm. It's not in my best interest right now to stop my vehicle, get out of it, and go serve that homeless guy. I don't get anything from it, right? doesn't grow my Instagram followers, or some people would only do it if they could grow the Instagram followers, right? <laughs> you film it, you truth. film it. Yeah. Just make sure people know, right? It's true. No, it's all self It's me. Say something, and, and if you get flack on this, just point it to me. It's okay? all good. The Me Too movement started right mm-hmm. with the premise that speak up. Yes. If somebody speak up, then it got hijacked. Yep. It got weaponized against Kavanaugh. Right? And then it just became the me movement. Yeah. It's no longer the me too movement. Now it's just the me movement. Right? It's like, well, me, me, me. Am I saying women that say, hey, I've been abused is me? No. But the left took something really pure, something that's so needed to encourage women and men that are abused. Terry Crews came out and said, hey, dude, I, yeah. I was, you know, and they bastardized it by mm-hmm. politicizing and saying, oh, we're going to just twist it a little and move it towards the selfish act. And it's all about you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then victimize everybody. And instead of saying, yes, I was a victim, the victims that we rescue, do you know you don't, the second you rescue them, they will not let you call them a victim once they know what happened to them. Once they know that, wait a minute, everybody's dad doesn't do this? Everybody's dad doesn't come in, in the room at, at, at 13 and do, no. You mean I was a victim? That second, that child will not let you call him a victim. They go, I survived. I'm a survivor, right? Look at the left. They tell everybody, you're a victim. Right. We owe you. You know, this is why you see, you know, that father that you talked about walking up to Warren and going, hey, I did the right thing. Are you going to write me a check? Reparation for me? I did the yeah, right I thing. Yeah, I paid for my daughter's college. I paid for my daughter's college. And, Can yeah. I get a check? No, of course not. She, uh, of course not. Yeah, you flippantly. Yeah, yeah, you. Oh, of course not. You hypocrite, right? And so we, we are in that moment. Now, if you can combine all these things, you're a victim. Somebody owes you something. The system, you know, owes you, you know, and, and then and then by the way, anything you want goes. Just make you happy. Now you're dealing with a society and you're training to be a three-year-old. Mm. We've all had three-year-olds. Now they throw tantrums. People say, Yuck, what do you think of Antifa? They're three year old three years old again. Why? Because yeah. the system told them this is how you get attention. Yeah. You just throw a tantrum in the middle of the Walmart floor, you throw you, and you, you squeaky wheel, and you're under 1% of society, but somehow the tail's wagging the dog all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. And so we need to get back to sanity. Let the dog wag the tail, the tail being government, the people. Yeah. The people will decide. You know, when Adam Schiff on the Senate floor says the American people is not capable of deciding at the ballot box, it, yeah. I mean, Come it's a raging case of shiftless. I like that. <laughs> He's got shiftless. He's got shiftless. I'm going to tell people, do you that. have yeah. shiftless? Ugh. That's what you do. we got if nothing you, for shiftless. I tweeted it yesterday. I said, We if should you're, tweet it, shiftless like Corona. <laughs> Quarantine it. Right? Quarantine it. Quarantine it. It spreads. That's you heard the problem. It here first on the uh, chat. You get the, the TDS and it's not treated, it becomes full blown shiftless. There's no vaccine for it. <laughs> there is none. Oh, no. There is none. <laughs> Makes you act like an adolescent. It really does. Makes you act like a child. I want everybody watching this, if you've watched it, I hope you I hope you didn't enjoy it. I hope this was a yeah. cringe-worthy mm-hmm. show. I hope that that there is something in you stirring, gnawing, scratching, clawing, trying to sand. get out of you. 
You know, this is the thing. You know, Paula White, she's doing her prayer. And Paula White is a, is an acquired taste. And she talks about, <laughs> I pray that, you know, evil, demonic agendas miscarry. She wasn't talking about physical babies. She was talking about agendas. She yeah. was talking about evil plans. And, of course, everybody doesn't understand Pentecostal churchies, right? And and she's just she's doing warfare in her prayer. And everybody's like, oh, she's talking about aborting babies and no. miscarrying babies. That's not what no. she meant. No. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm, I've spent episodes defending Paula White at this point, but whatever, whatever. These are the agendas we're talking about. These are the agendas, and yeah. they're evil, and they're wicked, yeah. and it takes people like us to do something about it. And I mean, when I say us, I mean you that are watching, that yes. are listening. Support Yako. Go to his website. Follow him on socials. Get involved with what he's doing. Check out the Falkirk Center as well, doing great things at Liberty University. I want you to share this episode. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. This hour, this powerful hour that I think could change a lot of lives. Just the information that's gotten out and the solutions that are there. Just scratching the surface. Thank you. Praying for you. God bless you. You're my friend and I appreciate God you. God bless you. The war hero, Chad Prather. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yes. Tell me more. Sarah Gonzalez. I love you. Love you. You're my work wife. Everybody knows it. That's true. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Acts chapter 8, bless her heart. Everybody's always asking, where does that come from? Acts chapter 8. And of course, the puppet master Mark. Grad, alumnus of Liberty University. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on. So, wow. There you go. Come Liberty on, flame. Go Liberty flame. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Thank you, brother. Get your heart under control. I love you guys. God bless you. Leave us a rating and a review. We deserve a good one. So go out there and do that where podcasts are offered. And tell all your friends about the Chad Brather Show. We'll see you next time. God bless. Bye.